1: What is happening, everybody? Hey, it is Brian Klapacki here with the Strong by Design podcast, and I am sitting across from an incredible woman, a friend of mine, and we are actually in her hometown, right? Well, it's not really a your hometown. You're from Minnesota, right?
2: I'm from North Dakota. Okay, not even, even, (laughs) well, I
1: guess it's kind of close, close, but she now lives in San Diego and we're in San Diego right now on location. This is our first on location podcast that I'm super excited about. And I know you can't see where we're sitting right now, but we're 37 floors up overlooking Coronado and it's absolutely beautiful right now. And our guest right now, she does a lot. First and foremost, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's a business owner. She has a social media presence. And what else?
2: A woman of God. A woman of God, absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: She has a great outlook on life. Uh, She is encouraging, she's inspiring. And you probably have seen her, uh, I'm talking to women right now, if you've been on Pinterest, you've probably have seen her recipes, you've seen her exercise programs. Chrissa Benson, physical kitcheness. You got it. Got it, all right. So. Say hello to the world, Chrissa.
2: Hi, thanks for having me. I've been excited to come on here and encourage people and share my story.
1: Awesome. So, Chrissa is a mom of two. You've got two boys, like myself. Crazy boys. I, I'm not a mom of two boys. I'm a dad of two boys, <laughs> and we've been following Chrissa on Instagram. Uh, what's your handle?
2: Physical kitcheness. Okay.
1: So if you're not following Chris, so you have to follow her because she, her stories are hilarious. My wife and I, we sit in bed and we just laugh because the stories that she posts is like, it's, it's as real as it gets. There's, there's kids jumping off stuff. There's toys flying all over the place. And she's actually trying to like give, give information and run a business with these kids destroying everything. And that's the reality is that's the nature of life.
2: I like to call it my perfectly imperfect life.
1: It's perfectly said. Yep. So physical kitcheness, if you're it, listeners right now, if you've never heard of this, Krista is going to tell you everything about that because we were just joking a, uh, a few minutes ago. Of, I thought it was kitcheness, like a lioness. And she said, no, it's like fitness with kitchen or kitchen and fitness. So she combined the best of both worlds, and has this incredible business called Physical Kitcheness. She's all over social media. You're a Whole30 contributor. You were just featured in which magazine?
2: Parents Magazine.
1: Parents Magazine. Mm -hmm. So she's awesome. She's all over the place. But this podcast, I want us to talk about goal setting. I want to talk about the importance of exercise, importance about nutrition, simple tips that men and women can use in in the hectic... Lifestyle that they have to make good choices, and then we're going to throw a little bit of business advice out there because you pretty much started up a business, went from scratch to where you are now, and you're still learning. Yes, so always. So tell us how you got to this point where you are today. Explain the difficulties of of starting a business. You know, your husband was overseas uh, for the military. So, share your life story and and, uh,
2: let's go. (laughs) Let's have at it. All right. So, um, my business started about three and a half years ago in this big transition period of our life. So, my husband is um, in the Marine Corps, and so we moved quite often. And we found I found us in a place of a new city where we had moved. We um, had a new baby, and I was now transitioned from a full-time corporate America working woman to a stay-at-home mom. I've always been interested in cooking well and, and fitness and health, but it was at this time of my son was had just turned one where I felt this void. Despite like having a great family life and having a very strong faith, there was something that was like, there's something missing. You know, I felt like I had lost a part of me in the process of just the mundane life stuff, taking care of uh, a baby. So I decided that after five years of really wanting to start a website now, it was now is the time, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So I started um, physical Kitcheness as a food and fitness blog with the hope to just, share what I love to do, and to maybe make a little bit of money on the side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, feel a little bit more fulfilled. And it really was a, it was a calling for me. I had a, a a Bible study, and we were talking about using our gifts, mm-hmm. using the, the gifts that the Lord has given us. And people were going around the table, and one woman was a prior teacher, and she said, I, I like to you know, teach my children and someone was really big into volunteer work and it got to me and I was like, I, I don't have any gifts. I just, <laughs> I just take care of my kids and, and try to stay sane. And, and it, it hit me very quickly that my love for health and wellness could be, um, an avenue that would help other people. And that took a little bit of progression to really get to that point, but. That's really what helped me start the site. Um, so I really just hustled my booty off to create helpful content recipes and at home workouts for moms on the website and then um, eventually monetize the site mm-hmm. and and kind of opened up the potential for so much more for so much more uh, as far as like really building it into a business and not just a little side block. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that process, I was just building the blog and the audience. Um, we moved to another new city, had another baby. And shortly after that, my husband deployed for 13 months. So I had a one and three year old (laughs) (laughs) living thousands of miles away from family in a brand new city and, um, just continuing to build and grow my business. And, um, in that experience, was the most difficult year of my life, the most mm-hmm. transformational year of my life, and it was the most challenging but the most grateful like growth experience I've ever had mm-hmm. and it's made me so passionate about helping other women to achieve greatness whether that is in food and fitness which is what I specialize in um but in mindset in just um achieving their goals and so I really believe that all those challenges in life really lead us to something greater. Mm -hmm. And I'm fortunate to be able to call Physical Kitcheness, you know, my website. I have a membership site. I have digital offers. I have um, some one-on-one coaching. And it's just been a wonderful experience. And it's really a part of who I am now.
0: You have to stop spine-damaging crunches and sit-ups in order to build a truly strong core. Don't train your abs. Train your core with the 5-Minute Core Workout. Go to strongbydesigncoreworkout.com, enter your email, and download this quick workout for free. Let's get back to the show. So, there, there had to have been a turning point where you said,
1: you did mention a few minutes ago that now is the time to build a website. Like, there was, there was something that said, yes, now is the time. Do you remember what, who it was or something you read, or was it a prompting from God saying, like, you have to be doing this?
2: Yeah, I think there was a few things. I was getting like internally feeling really irritable and I would cook these great meals because I had, I needed something to do and, and I like needed the validation. So my husband would come home from a long day and he would say, yeah good? And I'd say, okay, what? Like <laughs> I spent, want, it's the Chinese new year and I made these grain-free dumplings and I spent two and a half hours. And he's like, okay, relax, We're, you know? Really good, I guess. <laughs> so I knew I needed something else, but I had prayed and prayed and prayed. And in that process of leaving my old job and now being a at home mom, they'd they called me about nine months after I'd left that job um, in Washington, DC. And they said, would you like to come on? And still do, you know, be an independent contractor or consultant. And I was really, really enticed to go that way because I thought, oh man, it would be really nice to be a dual income family again. Mm -hmm. But it was a lot of travel. It was a job that I didn't like. And I prayed and prayed and prayed about it. Like, what should I do? You know, how do I set our family up for success? And something in my heart was just like, it's not the thing. It's not the path. You know, don't chase after the paycheck and be unhappy. So, um, it wasn't until I saw a random posting for a blog coach that was wanting to take on someone that wanted to start a blog. She wanted to start a whole series and teach people how they could monetize from nothing to, you know, making a uh, money as a full-time blogger. So, um, I reached out to her. We did a series of interviews. She chose me and helped me start the site. And that was like the moment. I think all the pieces just came together and it was it was the time so what were some
1: excuses that you kept giving yourself saying you know i i'm not good enough i don't have enough time so what were some of those that kept rehearsing you know playing back
2: like, yeah i think it was fear there was a lot of fear like i don't know i don't know how to start you know i don't know the technical aspects and looking back now i didn't realize this at the time but i i used to be the mastery of underestimating myself Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think I can figure this out. I'm not smart enough to do the things. So when I had the opportunity to work with a blog coach, um, that was kind of my safety net, but I'd wanted to start it five years prior, but I was just too scared. And I undervalued how much I'd be able to pick up in a short amount of time.
1: And the unfortunate thing is many people, not just women, but men and women have that same mentality and, they, and then they've pretty much set themselves up for failure Because that's all they think that I'm not good enough. What if uh, you know? What what if this happens? What if? And so fear plays a huge part in people's failures. Mm -hmm. And and for you, you said I'm not letting fear stop me from what I really want to do. My my gift, my calling. Yeah. And so, do you have any tips for people who might be in this similar situation where they they've got a you know a big issue ahead, but they they just don't know how to attack it, or they they're looking to take. A leap of faith. Do you have any tips for them to
2: Yeah, push on? Um, you know, for me personally, regret is worse than fear, is worse than failure. So if I go through my life and I say, "I wish I would have done that thing," it is going to eat away at me forever. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think when you're stepping into a place of fear um, or uncertainty. I I always try to think, well, what would happen if I didn't do this you know, if I fail, I fail, at least I tried it. But if you never step into a place of um, shaky ground, you can't grow, you can't achieve great things. And I really feel like every challenge, regardless if it's a success or a failure, Mm -hmm. you learn so much, you know, the the growth is unbelievable. And you just have to find those pieces and keep
1: pushing forward. Well, it's like that saying is you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So if you take, you know, if you start taking shots, like eventually one of them is going to go in, but it's, it's that fear of the unknown. It's getting out of that comfort zone. That's, that's difficult. So let's, let's kind of shift gears a little bit. So I want to talk more about physical kitchness. Like what, what exactly, like you're a blogger, you're on social media, but like if somebody wanted to get like involved or like, you know become part of your tribe? Like What, what does that look like? And, and how, how has that evolved over the past few years?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, people can always go to my website. I have a ton of information on healthy recipes and workouts and wellness tips. Um, and that's really where it started. Um, but I really love to help people maybe on a more one-on-one level. It's mm-hmm. just so much more personal. And so, I have a membership site, Club Kitcheness, where we dive deeper. We you know have i have the resources where it's here's here are the recipes that you're going to love and your family's going to love it's going to help you feel better here are the workouts you can do at home mm-hmm. but it's really about here's the community you need the support the mentorship here's where we're going to dig into why you want to take care of yourselves and your family and um continuously really hammering that in so you have the right mindset mm-hmm. to move forward um and to make the healthy changes that you want to feel your best. Um, but that's really the membership site is really the people that I, I view as like my, I call my goal sisters, like soul sisters.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. So I'm going to kind of go against the green, but does it really matter if we take care of ourselves? Does it really matter in your eyes? And I, of course I'm, I'm just baiting the question here. <laughs> like, does it really matter that if we take care of ourselves, we eat good, we have, you know, we try to have like a, a happy life per se, why have you chosen greatness? Why, why, you know, cause your mom, your, your wife, your business owner, like it's easy just to say, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to choose greatness because greatness can be difficult. So does it really matter that we need to focus on exercise? Does it matter that we need to have self-care? Does it matter if we eat healthy? Like, does all this really matter? And, and I know you're going to say yes, of course, but I want you to elaborate on the importance of those and how they all tie together. Yeah.
2: Well, yes, you're right. Spoiler alert. Yes, it matters. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> right? I answered your own question or my own question. So. Yeah, I do think it matters. And I think it matters more than a surface level because I think we know we're supposed to eat well, we know we're supposed to work out, but it's, it's, it's soul stuff mm-hmm. because I think what you do on the outside to take care of yourselves, especially moms who are so busy taking care of their little ones, you know, which is maybe that just the life stage I'm in, we don't prioritize ourselves as much. Um, but everything we do when we are eating well and taking care of our bodies, a we feel better. Um, we feel mentally more clear. And um I just think you're better able to handle all the curveballs in life mm-hmm. when you are feeling your best and feeling strong and feeling um just like in tune with with your your mindset. There are just so many unknowns in life. There's so many Mm curveballs. And I think when you get lazy in taking care of yourself, taking care of your mind, and taking care of the thoughts that you're telling yourself, that's when you can spiral into a deep, dark pit.
0: You have to stop spine-damaging crunches and sit-ups in order to build a truly strong core. Don't train your abs. Train your core with the 5-Minute Core Workout. Go to strongbydesigncoreworkout.com enter your email, and download this quick workout for free. Let's get back to the show. Explain that a little more. What, what does it actually look like to take care of ourselves?
1: Because I know a lot of people that they just don't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But the unfortunate thing is they might not know how to. Mm-hmm. I mean, YouTube is, I mean, with all the content that's on YouTube and Pinterest, you would think these people would be world-class chefs, be fitness models. They would be 19 figure multi-level marketing experts but it because all that information's free right so what what does it actually look like on a on a practical level you know a busy mom or a busy husband you know kids are crazy trying to run a business what are, what are some things that you use in your life like just practical steps to take care of Krista?
2: yeah well I think it depends on the person too but um, for me it's it's reducing the overwhelm because we are bombarded with everything and social media and what you're supposed to do and take these tips and you're supposed to eat your leafy greens. And it can be so, so crazy. And you get oftentimes feeling overwhelmed and then overwhelm leads to just, I'm shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um So it's just tiny steps. And so I really follow like a five, 10, 15 approach every day. It's five minutes of self care. And, and if I can get more in, that's great. But I'm busy. (laughs) I have kids. Um, So five minutes of self-care, at least 10 minutes of activity, and then 15 minutes of food or meal prep or something, because you really just have to strategize. You have to have some Mm -hmm. sort of strategy in how you are outlining your day and living it. And if you don't have just even the tiniest framework, it's easy to just get um, overwhelmed with everything Mm -hmm. and therefore not take care of yourself.
1: Now, I know you, you do blogging and stuff like that. Do you use writing as an outlet? Or just kind of like to to get some clarity on on ideas and
2: I I, I mean I write so much content in my site. One of my best, (laughs) this is hard for people to adapt and it's taken me a long time, but I get up every morning, a half hour before everyone else does. Mm -hmm. And it's been transformational because you're so crystal clear. I can do what I want. I can do a devotional. I can write, I can plan out my day or, so that's, that's one thing that everyone can do. You Mm -hmm. can always get up a little bit earlier just to give yourself some clarity. And you're starting out your day with a little bit more calm Mm -hmm. and intention and really, just the outlet for me is I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to find something you're passionate about, whether that's your job or it's not. But I think oftentimes um, when we don't feel like there's a purpose for ourselves, that's when we just get stuck. And I right. think sometimes we can feel guilty because, you know, as women, we think well, our purpose is to be a great mom and our purpose is to serve the Lord. And that's great. And absolutely, I agree with that. But you have to have to do like a soul purpose. Like, who, who
1: were you before that? Yeah. Like, you, you were somebody with on a mission with a purpose mm-hmm. and then kids just, they got thrown in the equation and all of a sudden, my wife does it too. It's that, you know, you fall into the trap of like, this is the only thing that I am living for is just these two children or the, these children and a husband. Like, yeah. but yeah, it's, my wife's getting to the point now where she's like, she came like, like similar to you, it's like came from corporate America, you know, worth the nine to five, you know, doing that stuff. But then she had kids and she got burned out with it. She's like, all right, I'm ready to create. I'm ready to, yeah. to do more because I was created for more.
2: Mm-hmm. I think, I think everyone has that pull and some people suppress it because they're just, they get into the, I'm so busy and I have so much going on, but you need something for your soul. Even if it's not, it's a hobby or, a, or, or a life change or a job switch, you have to fulfill that. And everyone has it. You just need to kind of tune into it.
1: So I, I know I already know the answer, but how do you balance, <laughs> how do you balance being a mom, having two crazy children, having a, you know, a husband who's in the military and trying to run a business, trying to you know stay involved with church, st- trying to stay active? Like, how do you balance all that?
2: Uh, I'm still working on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I that's what I knew the answer I won't was. be like, I have it all figured out. I don't. And actually we, um, there was a, as you know, a, Uh, internet marketing party last night and I had got ticket and I was fully intended on going, but I stayed at home because I knew I needed to balance the family thing. And so for me, again, I go back to the structure of my day. Mm -hmm. If it's not structured, um, if I don't plan things out really strategically, then, then I'm just overwhelmed and I can't balance it all.
1: So how does physical kitchen is help others balance out their, their schedules, their lives. How, how, how does, how is your business helping those who need that?
2: I think the differentiating factor is that I really value simplicity and I call them like meal hacks and fitness hacks mm-hmm. because, um, I, ever, that's the biggest pain point of so many of the people who follow me is time. And so for me, it's all about like kind of simplifying, getting really, really basic and you can do it and in, in still really like fun, tasty ways. But it, if it's not simple and easy, and just can be a natural part of your day, it it won't stick. So well,
1: that's the thing, and we've had Chris and I and uh, everybody else here at Strong by Design and Critical Bench. We have that conversation all the time. Where we're just like people need simple, and even simple is not simple enough. Yeah, and exactly. you know, I, I have an exercise science background. You know, I'm I'm used to training world class athletes. You know, writing out six day programs like. That doesn't, that doesn't work mm-hmm. because it doesn't work for me. And I'm in the strength and condition field. It's like, we need simple and all, there's so much research coming out. Like you don't need 19 meals a day. You don't need, you can be in, in a fasted state. You could have these certain nutrients and still have the same effect as, all this stuff or have body weight workouts and and at home workouts. Like I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, you don't need to go to the gym to Mm -hmm. get in a workout. I mean, there's more mental, Mm -hmm. you know, there's accountability and stuff like that. But I'm like, if you really, really, really want change, you can make change right this second.
2: I absolutely agree. And it's so mindset level and people don't, I think realize that, but you know, you can do keto and you can do intermittent fasting and you can do CrossFit and you can do bar and you, and there's so much stuff you can do. and You can try, or you can just say, I'm going to eat what makes me feel great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a strategy and a roadmap. If I get off the rails, um, I'm going to make it easier myself and do something in my living room. And if I get more done, great. And I think when you just say enough with all the, the information, You can start out as like a really good baseline and add in then what you want, what makes you feel great and what makes you feel strong, but you just got to strip it down.
1: And we were, Chris and I were just having this conversation. I think it was yesterday about how difficult the keto lifestyle is. And, and that's not practical. Like if, and we're going off a little tangent here, but we're created in God's image to have a strong mind, body, spirit. If, if, if you're only Focusing on one of those components, something else is going to lack. Like you need that balance. Like if you're cutting out all these foods that actually make you happy and yeah. give you nutrients and, and give you life to do something else that you enjoy. It's like you, you can't just focus on one thing. Everything has to be focused on evenly. Mm-hmm. And some people, yeah, they might need to focus on exercise a little more than than family life or, you know, vice versa. But there has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. It's It it blows my mind just how simple things they really need to be. But again, like you just said, there's so much fluff and there's so much clutter and noise that people just don't know how to make the right decision. So tell me a little bit, yeah, I, I kind of segued into the next topic of the lies of social media. Like you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook and what we see w- when you go live and your stories like, that's legit. I like, that's not <laughs> scripted out. No. Your hair is a mess. Yes. Kids are screaming. They're like the, the boil <laughs> or the water is boiling over and people love that. Mm-hmm. And Why have you decided to do that rather than? I mean, it, you look on Instagram right now, and it's fake after fake yeah. after fake, and Facebook too. It's yep. it's it's perceived value. It's it's people lying. So why have you chosen? I know you're a woman of faith, and you can talk about that more clearly. What well, why have you chosen the rawness versus fake?
2: Initially, it was just ease for me. <laughs> I didn't have time to get ready and, and look presentable. And I wanted to share my information. So it was just easier to not have scripted, not have perfection. Um, but I do get a lot of quick people ask, like, how do you go in front of 70,000 people just straight out of bed without makeup on and a zit on your nose and your kids are, your house is a mess. And, and it goes back to the faith thing. It's like, I serve one person. Mm -hmm. And this took a long time, you know, this isn't something that just happens overnight, but I serve one person and who matters? You know, the Lord doesn't care what my house looks like. and so I don't I shouldn't care what someone on social media sees what it looks mm-hmm. like. But I found, and this was not intentional, but I just found that that built a really loyal following very quickly mm-hmm. because people were so relieved to see that. I don't have it figured out. You know, I'm still losing my, you know what, all the time on my kids, even though I'm like, oh, fitness and Instagram and, you know, praise Jesus. But there's still times where I'm like, I don't like my life right now. This yeah. is really sucky. Um, And I think that's okay to say that out loud. And for me, when the more kind of raw moments that I've shared, and I have shared stuff that I'm like, I hope social services doesn't come to my door, <laughs> but I know that other people need to hear it. Because yeah. then they feel like it's normal, and we can get through this together. And and it just the 13 months my husband was deployed and and dealing with my kids at the ages they were, I felt isolated every day. Mm-hmm. Every day I could have crawled into a ball and cried my eyes out. And I never want anyone else to feel that way, regardless of their their life season. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I share the hardships along with the joy times, because that's life. That's real, and that's what. um People really need to see. Yeah, life is not fake. You can't fake your way through it. I mean,
1: it's gonna catch up to you and people are gonna see right through it. And especially if you're running a business, like you can't hide anything. Like the truth will be exposed.
2: It's so much, it's so much easier when you just speak from the truth too. I mean, it just I feel like I have no pressure to yeah. be someone I'm not. It's great. Well, and we're, we're selfishly, it's we're great. We're called for me. to be the, the
1: salt and light of the world, and we can't do that if we're being somebody we're not. Exactly. Like we're, we're supposed to be who we're called to be in, in Christ. Mm-hmm. And if we're not doing that, then we're pr- pretty much defeating the entire purpose of our existence. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that. that's why people, I, I love how just humans, they connect, humans, yeah, I guess that's what you wanna call us. <laughs> how humans just connect when rawness and vulnerability is there. Yes. They, uh, you've been in that situation where you've experienced something, something radical, and then all of a sudden that bond you Mm -hmm. have this bond Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life because you experienced an unexplainable emotion or a reaction or a situation and that people, that's what people want. They want, they want genuine connection.
2: I mean, think about the relationships you have in your life. You have, you have friends and you have like the deep friends, Mm -hmm. the people who know you and or family. And it's kind of the same way in, in just that connection. If you don't have that, um really openness and vulnerability you can't build like really great relationships and those relationships can happen online i've seen it those people mm-hmm. who followed me you know i was very real in my experience of my husband being gone thinking i was helping people to not feel alone and in response they flooded me with prayers and love and they they got me through that period of my life
1: this is purely scriptural too it's like you're holding yourself accountable it the, the power of taking your thought put it into words and it doesn't matter if anybody hears it or not, you're validating your thoughts. It's the same thing with writing. You have a thought, put it on paper and you read it back. I've done this numerous times. You're like, wow, I thought I was, I was thinking that, or this thing is bothering me or I'm struggling with this. It's validation. So you're, you're doing yourself a favor. It's the same thing with like going on a mission trip. Like you're, you're going to help those in need, but one of the persons that's going to be most influenced is yourself because new experiences, new emotions, new new connections. So you're, you're doing yourself a favor. So, and again, that's, that's, that work works for you. Not everybody is going to get on Facebook live or Instagram and and Mm -hmm. share their all their dirty laundry. That that's what that works for you. That that works for me. Sometimes like there's other times where I I need some intimate accountability with like-minded men. Like that's, it's a different situation, but having that outlet, having some kind of go to where you're saying, all right, I need to express, my thoughts, my actions—that's what really is the, the the game changer. We can't do life alone. Right. We need other people around us. And if we're and if we're not investing into those people, and they're not investing into us, we're going to crumble. We're going to fail. We're going to give into fear. We're going to give into failure, and then just go all throughout our life and be like, I have a lot of regrets.
2: Yeah. And that's what Satan wants, right you know he's he's battling with us every day, so you have to make the conscious choice to step outside of that and and to do the things and There was one moment in um that year deployment where I was up at five, you know <laughs> praying, it was quiet, I knew the house was going to get chaotic, and um I just really tried to turn the brain off and just ponder and The Lord spoke so clearly, and this has never happened. Everyone talks about it happening. I'm like, this this doesn't happen to me. And it did, and he said, you will find a way to lead. And it was so clear, and I was like, there we go. I need to just keep keep encouraging and keep sharing. And even if it's uncomfortable, um, that's just my way to help other people. And that's the gift that I was given, so I'll continue to do that.
0: You have to stop spine-damaging crunches and sit-ups in order to build a truly strong core. Don't train your abs, train your core with the five minute core workout. Go to strongbydesigncoreworkout.com, enter your email, and download this quick workout for free. Let's get back to the show. So, what's next for physical kitchenists?
1: Like, what are your hopes, dreams, your visions, you know, or you kind of just go one day at a time, but there's gotta yeah. be something on the radar.
2: <laughs> I know. I try I'm trying to be more strategic. You know, my hope and dream is that it grows into something where I am coaching more people on a one-on-one level mm-hmm. and really transforming people's lives. And the and the website is great and gives lots of great content, but I want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. I really wanna transform women into being superheroes that they're meant to be and believing that. Um and health and wellness is the component of that. Um, but a strong, healthy body and mind. I would love to just grow it into a brand that is known for that versus recipes and workouts, but there's so much more to it. So that's awesome. working on building so it. How,
1: how does your husband, is, does he have a part in physical kitcheness? I know he's in some of your videos and stuff like that. but
2: <laughs> He does not really have a big part. Um, he's a major in the Marine Corps. busy with his, you know, he's a big leader in his field. So it's almost better that way. We have yeah. our, our separate lives and we come together and And then we have our life together and we're both really fulfilled in our mission. So it works out.
1: That's awesome. It's like a dream situation. Yeah, I try to
2: wrangle him in like, you know, you could do, you know, my face, help me out with Facebook. And he's like, yeah, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. That's probably the best. And some people work together great and some marriages just don't Right. when it comes to career path. And I think we are very set on doing our own things and that just works for us.
1: So if you had three or five tips that you would want to give somebody, whether you know just starting out a business or they're in a deep pit that they need some, just some guidance towards, do you have anything that like, that, that is on your heart, that it's always on your heart, that all is always replaying in your mind of Chris, I can do this.
2: Yeah. I think for me, number one is like, again, something I learned last year was just resiliency, like just be resilient of those challenges and those things that come up. Um, and things open up in a new way when you when you stop being lazy with your thoughts, negative thoughts and start like shifting the dynamic in your brain to say, like, no, this is who I am. Like, you're not going to I'm not going to say I I don't have time. I'm exhausted. I have no gifts. I'm going to tell myself that I do. And that's it's kind of woo woo. But it, it has helped shift the dynamic of my life and my business. It's positive self-talk. Yeah, it, it really. And it's if you powerful. keep if you
1: keep telling yourself, I look fat, I look fat, I look fat eventually you're going to, you're going to become fat. Yeah. Or, and you're going to believe it more than anything else. I
2: I just did that for years with the, the, um, the self doubt talks and the not feeling like I can do the things that I want to do. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, um, to, again, I talked about this briefly, but like have a, have a mission, have a purpose, find something you love and just go all in, um, something for you, not just your kids or your husband or your boss. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just going to create so much light in your soul and, and connect you to a deeper place. And then for me, um, the challenges in life, and we all know there are plenty of those. I always try to see the gift in that. And Mm -hmm. there always is, um, but you have to pick that out. And I think God puts every single thing in our life in there for us to achieve something greater. And so I try to live my life through that and it helps me get through everything that life throws at me. It's Awesome.
1: Well, if if somebody wants to get in contact with you or become part of your community, what are some resources that you have for them?
2: Um, well, my website physicalkitcheness.com. Um, and then my Instagram handle is physicalkitcheness. Facebook page is physicalkitcheness. I also have a Facebook private group um for women. It's called the Easy Kitch Tribe. Ooh. So that's really fun. And it's a group that is Kindness based only. And there's some really deep sharing that happens. So, um, I'm proud to, to head that. Um, and then I have, uh, my Pinterest handles, uh, physical kitsch and my website again has my, um, membership site, which is club Kitcheness in there. If you want to go a little deeper and get some more personalized help and that's where you can find me.
1: Cool. I, I, I see you doing podcasts in the future, speaking you, YouTube. I, I see you <laughs> you're going to be all over the place. Great. So. Krista, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me and just getting to share your story. And it's it's inspiring, it's encouraging, but it's it's also real. There have been failures, there have been successes, but hey, you just keep moving forward because that's what God wants for you is just to keep moving forward. Because the second we sit still is the second we we fall apart. It's the second we die.
2: Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor. Thank you.
1: So, Krista, thanks again, and we will talk soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.